We've been told this story that if you check all the boxes, if you do all these great things, then you will be happy. But why do so many of us still feel unfulfilled? Welcome to Wealth and Liberty, where we give you the education, tools, and solutions to go from feeling unrewarded to becoming autonomous with three simple concepts to guide us. Identity, self-development, and financial control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Wealth and Liberty. I am Scott Tucker, and really excited about today's show because I was having a conversation a while back with someone who's become a close friend all through social media, a former Army senior NCO who recently got out of the military and was looking to use LinkedIn to figure out what his next job was going to be and what he wanted to do next. And he ended up finding a, a really cool role being a transition facilitator down in uh, Fort Stewart in Savannah, Georgia. So um, we've stayed in touch because now he's kind of like in the weeds of it, and but he's also aware of you know kind of what I'm up to. And his name's Justin Hardy. Justin's you know, on LinkedIn. Definitely think you should connect with him. Pay attention to what he's what he's got going on. He's created a, a new LinkedIn local meetup down in the Low Country, and uh, he's building a brand for himself. So I just think he's just a, a really cool example of seeing what you can do in a few months of time using these platforms. And so, anyways, we were having a, a conversation, and and we're going to break this up into three parts because again, it wasn't like we were recording an episode, but it just started to get to the point where I was like, hey. I'm going to turn this into a podcast episode. Um, this is too good of a conversation. So we broke it into three parts. And the first one, we were just kind of talking about money management. Now I was getting into the whole thing about like, you don't really need financial advisors anymore. It's, it's they're a commodity. And technology is taken over the traditional stuff that you'd be paying these guys for. So it's like, what are you paying them for? I mean, I, I remember I was that guy before. So it's just like, okay, well, if technology can do 99% of the work that we used to have to do, that includes the paperwork, the opening the accounts, the f- doing all the graphs and the charts and figuring out stocks, bonds, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, no human, nobody knows what's going to happen in the market. So any of that advice is kind of just BS, if we're honest. And most of us truly understand that, unless we're just so narcissistic and <laughs> thinking that, no, of course I can choose a better portfolio for my clients. It's like, really? Did you see the flu coming? And tanking our whole economy. No, you didn't. Nobody did. But we just say, oh, no, it's going to work out all the time. It's like, okay. So anyways, that whole story of it's always going to work out isn't uh, helpful. But there isn't really any other game in town for getting some sort of growth. So it's like, okay, we got to play the stock market. Well, hey, I think technology is a lot better. And so I've partnered with Betterment. You can go get Betterment accounts on your own, but I've partnered with them as well because then when people actually want to work with me, it's like, all right, if I've taken 99% of my time and leverage with Betterment, the things that I do charge money for, it's like I can teach you all this other stuff. That's real financial wealth building guidance. And so you, you can check out Betterment if you go to usvetwealth.com and hit the dashboard button. You can hit let's get started. You can get on the platform. You can play around with it all for free. And then if you want to open an account and move money over, just go ahead and do it. And then you'll be in our program and you'll get all our extra education and stuff like that. So that's part one. And then part two, I think this is where it's really started to get into the deeper stuff. Talk about just, hey, why, why do so many veterans seem unmotivated 
after service. And Justin had a really unique perspective on it. It's, you know, I'm always curious. It's like, we're kind of told to do this or do that. And it's like, I wish people would just be like, no, man, recognize this is the opportunity. Go out and you got to, you got to figure it out though. But that means you need motivation. And I just see so many just kind of go, what's next? Yeah, that's a challenge. So we talk about that a little bit in episode two. And then part three, and this is where the motivation plays in, is how do you create luck on LinkedIn? Because now it's never been easier. But you got to put in the work. Anyway, so those are the three parts. So we're going to start with part one. So this is going to be one where, again, we have that conversation about money management. And yeah, that's it. Like I said, if you want to go um, check out what we're talking about on the show, just go to my website, usvetwealth.com, and then hit dashboard up at the top. And that'll take you right there. It's all free to play around with it and love to get your thoughts on it. All right. Thanks. Enjoy the show. And, you know, that's what all the work was about. So now that we can actually go, you know, do the thing. <laughs> so, yeah. and, you know, well, that one step in there is the onboarding into betterment. So basically, the, the idea is, forgive me if you already understand the concept, but just to reiterate, you know, kind of our idea here is you don't need the human to do the money management anymore. And that's not really the point anyways. So you might as well use technology for that and go create real, real wealth and abundance. And so therefore, 90% of the conversation that was normally done with a traditional financial advisor can be done with us teaching real wealth and liberty and LinkedIn and you know, so on and so forth. So normally a financial advisor is saying, well, we have this mutual fund, that mutual fund, this money management, this strategy, that strategy, and it confuses people. It's like, no wonder it's hard to get clients as a financial advisor. I'm trying to make it as simple as damn possible. But also to some extent, I think in this day and age, and you probably saw this in the army with millennials coming in, I'm sure you had to deal with this, but you know, everybody goes, well, why Sergeant? Why are we doing that? Everybody kind of needs to know their why nowadays, you know, start with why, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Yeah, you lead it on why this is a good tool. Yeah. You know, why is this going to help me, the individual, not go straight face to face to a financial advisor? Mm -hmm. Why, why with me using this product or our product is better than going to a face to face financial advisor? Because I do think that the millennials are more self starters on that. So if they already see the information, they just do it. And that's what this program was designed for in, in 2010. The founder of this yep. company, he started it at Columbia Business School. And one of his classmates was one of my best friends from West Point. Like, I know the whole story of how this guy started this thing. It was an idea why I was getting his MBA, you know? And it basically, he's like, millennials don't want to go talk to their dad's financial advisor. They just want to click here and do it themselves. And so we're leveraging that innovation and we're adapting to it and adopting you know different ways of using it to go out and create you know our philosophy that's the whole kind of point right i think right there when you just said you know using it to because it's more innovative that's the why you know using these new innovative techniques is the ability for a person to go out do it themselves and then if they really can't do it themselves vet wealth is here to help you to do that but using the creative and innovative techniques of technology, this makes it simpler instead of paying or going face-to-face -to, -face to a financial advisor. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's remember the experience of going to a normal financial advisor as the guy that was getting these people that just dreaded every moment they were with me. 
it sucks. <laughs> like nobody's ever happy. Like they'll put on the little charade. Oh, how was your golf game? You know, but come on. It's always about money. Nobody's happy. Nobody's making enough. Fees are too high. Accounts are going down. Too much paperwork. You need what? You like you got you need this social security number from who? <laughs> you know, and and we're just trying to like we don't even need to start that process. Like no office. Like none of that. Just go on here. Let's have a real conversation. So, you know, that's I think our unique value. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I also think like there's not many service members that use financial advisors right maybe senior ranking officers maybe lower maybe lieutenants captains whatever but they there's kind not many like on the enlisted side that use financial advisors and i think that's one of the main things because i mean even myself I like i never used a financial advisor i just did it myself right. right and i probably missed out on a whole bunch of money or mismanaged my money but on the enlisted side we don't do that because you also figure the most populated cohort in the army is the enlisted force. Yeah. Unless they come from money. Yeah. We don't use financial advisors. Yeah. We don't know. Right. Unless you just go to the bank and say, Hey, this is what I want. Right. Yep. They don't say, no, I need a financial advisor to help me in X, Y, and Z. We just don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like myself, this is what really you need, man. You need something to manage your money better other than just looking at your bank account that you have, so many things linked to this is going to help you and this is going to help you with x y and z this is going to show you all of your stuff that you have and be able to prepare for your retirement or your future or make you successful even while you're still in the military because we don't have it we're not used to financial advisors ironically that's a story an identity that the enlisted are kind of told to tell themselves like you don't deserve the financial advisor. You don't make enough money. You know, that's, that permeates. It's plain wrong because at the end of the day, officers make twice as much as money, but they miss management twice as badly. My best clients really at the end of the day were enlisted dudes that started as young E4s, E5s. They were just kind of like, I heard I'm supposed to do this. Like, I don't know, like tell me what to do. Like it's been a rocky road with like sometimes because there's always confusion and I wasn't good at keeping in touch and following up and stuff. But 10 years later, my very first client started with nothing, has $136,000 saved with me. And he didn't even like do anything crazy. You know, he's just doing like 500 bucks a month here and there. You know? <laughs> so, and it's like, wow, yeah. you know, you know, we didn't have a strategy around like preparing for his transition at the time or any of that. But it's like, I've had officers come in just flat broke in debt. You know, and most of them aren't using financial advisors anyways. In the stats show, people are coming out of the military broke. It's like, they're already not using financial advisors. Like, what do you think is going to change that all of a sudden these companies, that they're all of a sudden going to trick these people into coming into our office? They don't want that. <laughs> That's not what they want. Nope. They want these other opportunities in technology. Yeah, and I think half of it, because of the enlisted side, to me, I see the enlisted side as like a different demographic, right? I mean, it kind of is. It's kind of mm -hmm. like they join the military to just to get away from home or to do something better for their lives. Get a job. Let's face it. Most enlisted people, yeah, for yeah. a job because they didn't come from money. They weren't able to you know, do the college thing or whatever, yeah, whatever Jim. their story is. But because they did that, it would seem like they were a whole different demographic than the 
officers or the normal, or I don't want to say normal, but the typical people that would use financial advisor. Yeah. And it's just something that they've never done. They, mm-hmm. We don't know. Yeah. They, and they I even, really like even sergeant majors or master sergeants, and this is a good opportunity. I see a good opportunity for them, but I think the hardest thing is, all right, well, I've already, you know, I've been in the army for this many years and I feel like I'm doing better. How do I know this is going to work? You know, they need to see it working for them to fully understand it. Whereas an officer, you know, or somebody other educated is like, I know this will work. I don't need to see it in action. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's going to be the hardest, just finding that and the, the why it's really important for somebody to use this product other than going to a financial advisor or just educating them on financial advisors do this. And this is what this website brings. It takes the middleman out, gives it to you in your hands, be able to see, but then there's also help if you get stuck or, you know, have other questions or whatever. Right. Yeah. That, that's all people want from a financial. They just say, they always say they just want transparency and stuff. And, and the bottom line is they don't stay engaged either, you know, so people aren't like looking at their accounts all the time. It's just, it's not going to happen, but it's like when they do have a quick question or something, they feel like now I got to call the guy, email the guy. There's unnecessary delays when you can just be like, Oh, here, luckily the guy trained me how to, how to do this. So I'm not just haphazardly, you know, making decisions. Yeah. You're right. There is a resource. That resource might just be some more videos to watch. And, and boy, that makes it easier for me to get that thing I was worried about for a minute there. Uh, instead of having to wait 24 hours to get a response, if you're lucky, for, you know, let alone meet with the person, you know, to maybe even get that thing solved in about five minutes on your phone. And so you can get focused back onto, you know, being productive, adding more value to the world. <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. Cool. No, that was really good to hear that perspective because it kind of parallels the issues on the military spouse thing that people are kind of ignoring. It's like we're not adding the right incentives, people. There's plenty of stories of enlisted people that have saved some money, started a side business, millionaires. Like look at Dan Alernick, right? He started Grunt yeah. Style, $100 million company. No different E7 than, than Justin Hardy E7. So. It's all there. Does it have the idea or whatever? But if you're not thinking about it, if you don't even know it exists, well, who's getting screwed there? If we're high, like almost yeah. hiding information from people, and that's a story I think you know permeates that community. Unfortunately, you know, kind of no, nah, man, that's not meant for you. You're a dummy. You know, you're just an enlisted guy. Like that's not true, and it's an unfortunate that. It causes so many people to just kind of you know, stay where they are, would never even think to, oh, I could, you know, get more, more than $50,000 a year. Like, they're just kind of okay with it. Yeah. I mean, not trying yeah. to be a dick. It's, it's, it's like, that's what you see. And then you see that the same at the officer level. It's the exact same thing. It's just double the price, basically. You know, most post-military officers are like, all right, I got that, like, 80 to 120K a year job, like, cool. I did the thing that was expected of me as a former officer. That's about it. That's what I saw and experienced. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Here's what you can expect on the next episode of Wealth and Liberty. Some guys, you know, get up a little more motivated, but they're still kind of stuck in the 
you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars a year, obviously awesome, top one percent of America, you know, probably. But it's like, wow, you got there. What's next? Why aren't people thinking about greater potential, greater things? Not not even about making salary, about what they can, you know, what is it about our community, the military as a whole, that kind of puts a cap on our personal potential. Thanks for listening to Wealth and Liberty and choosing to learn how to live an autonomous life. Please leave us a review on iTunes and share the show with a friend who you know needs to hear this message. Remember to subscribe at wealthandliberty.us and connect with me, Scott R. Tucker, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.